Hey everybody, how's it going? My name is Miles Whit Boyer, and uh, and y'all, you guys have stumbled into the Photographic Collective podcast. Hey, first things first, let me tell you, thank you for being here. It's such a big deal to me every week to show up and uh, and give back little tidbits of information or things that I've learned or relationships that I've built or friendships that I have over the last 15 years as a wedding photographer. And uh, and so just the fact that you're here is a huge, huge step in the right direction to being a part of my community and my life and mine and yours. And so let me start by saying today, if you haven't already joined the Photographic Collective Facebook group, it's time to click over there and be a part of that This is a seven day a week community in which we're pouring into each other and just doing positive and intentional things for each other and our industry. So click over there right away. Hey guys, the purpose of this podcast is really three things. Y'all have heard me say this a million times now, but on this episode, it's no different. Number one, I want to help you up-level your business. But more than that, I want to help you up-level your life, your client experience, your joy, how purposeful and intentional you are. Every bit of your creative life and creative endeavors, I want to encourage you to jump up to a new level too. I want to be there for your clients. I want to help you picture what they're going through and how to make their lives better, how to make their images better, how to make your brand a more effective storytelling brand. And then three, I want to encourage you and engage with you in community in a positive way in which we can all come together and really do something powerful that our industry has not seen enough of. Y'all, today's episode is going to be a little different. If you've been listening lately, you know I've had a a laundry list of incredible guests on. And y'all, we have a few coming up over the next few weeks that are really special. But I wanted to jump in for just a few minutes and really engage with you guys on a direct, actionable podcast episode. Just four things today, four things that you can do right now that will help scale the value of your business, not for you but for your clients, four ways in which you can actionably, actively, intentionally change and evolve the value that you are bringing to your industry, to your clients, and then when you come home to your families. And that has to be the priority, right? So let me give you a little bit of backstory on this. As I sat today to make some notes on these things, I was coming at it from a different perspective, instead of like four tips and tricks or four moves or four strategies, I wanted it to be very overarching, four concepts today, four ideas that if you will just let permeate into your business and into your mindset, you will see such beautiful things come from it. The growth will be immediate and also prolonged. So let's dig right into those things, okay? So first, number one today, take inventory of your relationships. Be an auditor of your relationships. Sit back and analyze the company that you keep. You remember hearing that when you were a kid? Did your parents ever say that to you? I can remember my family saying that, my parents saying that. You are the company that you keep. Often, guys, I think that we feel as though we can bring up the people around us, and that's a really noble move, but it's much easier to pull somebody down than it is to pull somebody up. 
And so making sure that you're surrounded by positivity and creativity and encouragement and that you're very cautious and careful about the people in your life that need to be pulled up, that's important. Take inventory of your relationships. A network that is not growing is shrinking. In today's economy, in today's market, as globalized as we are, as reliant as we are on each other, if your network is not expanding, it is contracting. The rest of the industry around you is evolving right now. The rest of the market is evolving. Your vendor friends are evolving. Relationships are growing. If you're not growing, you're shrinking. There's no such thing as a plateau in the photography industry these days. I wish that that were still the case, but the fact is that it's over. You're either on the come up or you're on the way down. It's really important that you analyze which one you are right now. And the next step, the next logical step, when I use the word network, everybody goes to social media. You guys should have an entire Rolodex, an entire community of people in whom you pour into and whom you soak up from that have nothing to do with the masses. It's so important for you to understand that real community, real family happens face to face. However, social media has to be one of the most important and most beautiful inventions of the last century. And yet most of us are using it really wrong. Most of us are throwing this wide net. We're living an inch deep and a mile wide on social media, hoping that if we just post beautiful enough content, if we engage far enough into the depths of the bowels of the internet, if our memes are funny enough, that they will just come. You guys, that, that hordes and tens of thousands of fans will flock to us and show up at our door and that we will have more work than we know what to do with. And guys, that is so flawed, it's not even funny. Social media does not work that way. Your business will not grow that way. Your brand will not evolve that way. Your value will not change that way. Social media is only powerful when it operates an inch wide and a mile deep. If you have 10,000 friends on a social media platform, you should have 10,000 direct messages going on. These are people in which you should be engaging with on a personal level, people that you can learn from, not necessarily just new business opportunities, but actual human beings on the other end of a screen that can add value to your life, but more importantly, that have followed you, that have, that have hit the vulnerability button to say, I'm wondering what they can do for me. How beautiful and powerful and intentional is it when you view your followers as people that you can serve, potential clients in which you can meet, areas in which you can fulfill need and answer problems and solve for issues. You guys, we're doing it right now. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're over on YouTube watching me in my office, if you're going to catch the clip of this on Instagram or over in the Facebook group, you guys, we're doing it right now. This is social media in action. This is me giving. Not so that I get in return. Not so that you guys monetize or click over or buy but so that you understand that simply by being in relationship with somebody, 
you're adding value to them. All right, number two today, that was all number one, by the way. So if your minds aren't blown yet, maybe this one will do it. Maybe I'm giving myself too much credit. Number two, consider if you're evolving or just changing. I'll say that one more time. You've got to consider whether you're evolving, whether you're growing, or are you just changing? You know what? Most of us confuse being busy with being productive. Most of us will fill up our days with things that we can do so that at the end of the day, we can flop into bed exhausted and say, oh my gosh, I did it today. But most of us never go far enough into say, well, what did you do? What did you actually accomplish? Are you evolving or are you just changing? You see, brand growth is a great thing. Brand growth is a good thing, but brand inconsistency is a bad thing. Change in and of itself is not good, but change with intention is important. I'll say that one more time. Change in and of itself is not good. Deciding on Monday you want your logo to look like this and on Friday you want your logo to look like that. Deciding that you want your editing to have one style for one shoot and another style for another shoot. Deciding that you're going to change your brand, your blog, your website on a whim every time the wind blows, that is a bad thing. But change with intention, change with purpose, change seeing where you want to head and go, where the future needs to look like for you to feel successful, defining those things and having a trajectory set in which you're going the right direction, now that is powerful. Trendy businesses die with trends. You know, when you, when you build everything on what is hot today, you're obsolete tomorrow. The most beautiful brands around us, the most powerful brands in our world today have future-proofed themselves by acting on just a few core principles. One, keep it simple. You know, Nike and Apple, the one thing that they've done beautifully over the years is to evolve with this idea. Just keep it simple. Our industry is flooded with trend right now. We're evolving probably quicker than any other industry that I can think of. The technology that we have available to us today wasn't even fathomable about six years ago. We had no idea that we could process images as quickly or as high quality, that we could turn over clients, that we could run companies this successful with this many zeros behind them just a decade ago. And 15 years ago, we were all still shooting film trying to figure out whether the digital thing was even going to work. And yet, the companies that kept it simple are still thriving today. So I'm going to ask you something really clearly, very analytical for you to sit down with a pen and paper and think through today. What are your pillars for growth? What is it in which you are building your company on that will not change? Where's your foundation? That actually brings us to number three. You've got to build better business foundations. You know, I'm reminded uh, of, of the story in the Bible, right? You guys that, that have heard this story before are going to know exactly where I'm going, but about the house that was built on stone and that withstood the, the weather, the, the storm. 
and the, the house that was built on sand and it collapsed when the rain came. And you guys, I'm not going to get overly theological here. We're not going to get super doctrinal, but I'm going to tell you that that just overarching idea, the, uh, the three little pigs concept, right? What are you building your house out of? It takes more time to build a house out of brick. It takes more energy to build a house out of brick. It takes more muscle to build a house out of brick. And you guys, it takes more brains to build a house out of brick. A lean-to is an easy thing to pop up. And yet, as business changes, as the weather evolves around us, as the winds come, and they will, I promise you, that lean-to is toast. So what are your business principles? What are your foundations? What are your pillars? Is it art? Is it service? Is it experience? Does it go deeper than that? Do you have a character element that is, your, that is the pillar of your business? Is it relational? Is it religious? Is it cultural? Who is it that you're serving? And why are you trying to reach these people so intentionally? So I guess I should ask it deeper than what are your core beliefs? Have you ever thought that through from a business plan perspective? Before you think through how you're going to get your next six figures, have you thought about how you spent your last dollar? Who is it that you're showing up for and why are you showing up and why does it matter? Where does your character fit inside your company? These are the things in which when you can iron out, when you can decide these are the people that I'm doing this for, these are the, the beliefs that I'm doing this because of. This is why my soul craves being an artist. When you can solve for those questions, suddenly the evolution of your business becomes a byproduct of your joy. Imagine how happy you would be if you were just living in intention every day and the checks just kept coming. That's possible, you guys. It is not only possible, I've seen it happen in so many photographers' lives and so many artists' lives. And what they had to do first was iron out the why. What is the foundation for growth? You know, in our mentor program, we mentioned in one of the early onboarding questions, we mentioned this, this question that always challenges people. And, and I say it exactly like this. If you could have everything that you dream out of your business in the next year, what would you be willing to give up? Often the elimination theory, the idea of losing something to gain something else makes us a little uncomfortable, but we have to think through those things. What is it that you would gladly lose to see all your dreams come true? And you know what? When you think through things that analytically, you'll realize in a hurry that success isn't everything. There has to be some foundational, formal concepts in your mind, some actual backbone to the things that you won't lose no matter what. Now, if you will make those things your foundation, if you'll make those your pillars, and you'll grow on those, any growth is strong growth. All right, the fourth thing today, we're already there. The fourth thing is just try new things. Now, this goes hand in hand with the idea of evolving your business, but it's much simpler than that. If you stop trying new things, if you niche yourself down so much, especially as an artist or in an artistic field in which you stop 
trying new practices, you stop taking risks, what you end up doing is building this entire mindset that safety is where creativity comes from. And that's a lie. You guys, creativity is in the courage. It's in the risk. Your creativity will thrive when you try new things. It is the safe artists that are hemorrhaging their brands, trying to beg people to appreciate something that has already happened. It's the courageous artists, the courageous people, the courageous, courageous, I'm sorry, brands that are going after something new to say that they tried it. So I want you to try things. Try shooting in midday sun. Just to say you did it. Just to get good at it. Go out and book some shoots at noon. Bring an assistant with you that understands lighting and ask them to teach you. Imagine how powerful it would be if even though you were the boss, you were learning on the job. Bring somebody in that can train you and then pay them great for it. On the other hand, offer to shadow another photographer for free just to show up and watch how they do it, but then add value to their lives. Don't just carry their water bottle, pour into them, serve them and soak up uh, as, as a byproduct, as a return of that experience. Rent a brand new camera, something you never thought you'd buy or use or shoot. Just rent it because you wanted to try it. And you know what? Don't do this live. That's a, that's a pro tip right there. Don't do this on a shoot where your clients are expecting a lot out of you. Just do it from your own free time. Waste a little bit of money to see what you're missing. You know what? If you can figure out the answer to the age-old question of we don't know what we don't know, then you've hacked the system. But maybe more importantly than that, if you can make sure that you know what you know. You've built yourself this beautiful trajectory for success. We have to know what we know. We have to grasp where we're at. We have to be able to have an outsider's perspective on what our skills are and what our shortcomings are. And we have to try new things. This one's going to burn. But try editing a whole shoot without presets. Let that sink in. If that doesn't strike some fear, but you guys, there was a time not long ago, just a few years ago, before presets, before Adobe Lightroom, where we were using actions for everything. And before actions, we were actually hand editing everything. And before hand editing everything, gasp, we were sending things to the darkroom and doing it right in camera. We have to be able to understand that the decisions that we're making, the creative decisions we're making, are being made with intention, whether they're our decisions or not. If we're using someone else's presets, and don't get me wrong, that's not a bad thing. But if we're using someone else's presets, we're allowing whoever that person was, whoever that designer was, to create a foundational process for our business, the way that our color is going to look. We're allowing outside influence to affect our company at its core level. And if that's done with purpose and intention, then fantastic. But if it's just done because your favorite photographer sells or uses those same presets, that's not good enough anymore. So you guys, that's four things. That's four ideas. I'm going to go over them again really quickly, okay? You've got to take inventory of your relationships. 
You've got to consider if you're evolving or just changing. You've got to build better business foundations. And then you've got to try new things. Those four things will revolutionize the way that your company is being run right now, but it's going to future-proof it. It's going to take you into the future with clear eyes and a full heart. It's going to build relationships of people around you that accept you and appreciate you and can't wait to see what you do with your life. It's going to have you come home at the end of long days surrounded by people who love you for the depth of who you are and not just for the services that you provide. These are four quick things that you can implement but you have to do them with purpose. You guys, again, my name is Miles Whit Boyer. I would love to see you over on our Facebook group. Uh, quick plug, y'all, we're doing some really exciting things here at the end of the year. I mentioned earlier something about our mentor program, and it's taken me years, you guys, years, to have my head wrapped around what this actually looks like. But 2022 is the year. We're launching small group trainings with one-on-one individual time with me throughout the year. It's going to be a really, really special program, and it's going to be available first for members of the Photographic Collective Facebook group, where we are pouring in on a daily basis, dropping business tips, coming together as a community, sharing wins, and encouraging ourselves and each other through struggles. You guys are going to see so many familiar faces over there from, uh, you know, uh, an old guest of this podcast and a good friend of mine, Phil Porto, who is consistently showing up over there and, uh, and, and adding value to people's lives, even though so many of us know about the struggles that he's going through right now. Phil's always in there. You guys, David Kovacs is always showing up and adding value, even though right now his little girl is in the hospital with pneumonia and, uh, and our prayers and thoughts go out to, to uh, little Esme and to David and Angela. You guys are going to see Brandon Bucheri over there on his Monday business notes, giving us ideas and ways that we can encourage and engage with our, with our business directly, that we can add more profit, add more intentionality. You guys, Jared Fincher, who edits this podcast, is over there always engaging and always encouraging people to show up. And then there's some big names, y'all. There's some big names. Don Photo and Paul Von Reeder and just friends and friends and friends that are just sitting over there waiting for you to be a part of it. And you don't have to speak up right away. That's okay. Just join us, okay? Hey, I hope that you guys go into the rest of this week with, uh, with a lot of love for how powerful it is that you get to call this work. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this today. Thank you so, so much for just giving me a little piece of the real estate of your life. If I can do anything for you, you guys, my email address and my Instagram handle are in the show notes. And I would love to hear from you directly in the DM. An inch wide and a mile deep. You guys have a great day, okay? Okay.